I'd like to welcome you all to San Alberta Council of Public Affairs. On this snowy day, uh, the moisture is good, but the rain would have done just as well, I think. My name is uh, Knut Peterson, and I am the moderator for today. Uh, and I would like to announce all the sessions are being recorded and are available on our SACPA website, so you can listen to it afterwards or encourage others to do the same. Uh, today, we have economic development in Lethbridge on the agenda. And for that, you have to pay $10 to listen to. The lunch is free, but you have to pay $10 to listen to Cheryl. Uh, I also like to mention that SACPA is a, a volunteer organization, and we are always looking for new directors to help out with our putting our programs together. Uh, we have an ADM coming up in June, so we're calling for uh, people to put their name forward to be a director. We, we need some new blood. We don't want to become an old man's club, an old ladies' club. I'd like to acknowledge the uh, University of Lethbridge, which is a great supporter of SACPA. And i also like to thank the uh, Country Kitchen Catering for putting on our great lunch that we've been enjoying here in the last year or year and a half. The format of the presentation, as you most of you know, is a 25-minute presentation. And then we have lunch and the question period usually proceeds about 1 o'clock. So we have a half an hour for questions. I'd like to introduce our guest speaker today. She's speaking about economic and development in Lethbridge infrastructure investment, uh, what's happening to major infrastructure projects that affect the development of Lethbridge and its hinterland. Uh, Cheryl Dick is the CEO of Economic Development in Lethbridge, and she will speak. Uh, she will tell us where we're heading in terms of economic development. Cheryl was grew up in Brooks, Alberta, and uh, pretty soon she saw the light and came to Lethbridge uh, to go to college. She was actually the uh, student association president at the college while she was there. And uh, it kind of got her started in the broadcast industry because uh, the TV station happened to be taping an interview that she gave as a student association president, and uh, they liked her so much, so she, offered, she got offered a job to be a news anchor. Cheryl is an alumnus of the Lethbridge College, as well as a former employee. She has a double major in print journalism and public relations advertisement from the college. And she completed her MBA from Royal Roads University in 2003. Prior to working in public relations, Cheryl, as I mentioned, was a news reporter for CFCN Television and Lapids. Without further ado, I'd like to welcome you 
like to give uh, Cheryl a warm welcome. Thank you, everyone. It's wonderful to be here today. Just in case uh, you got in the mood, it's 196 uh, days till Christmas. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just in case it seemed familiar. It's a real treat to be here. I think the last time I spoke here was a couple of years ago, and uh, it's wonderful to see friendly uh, faces, people I've known for a long time. Uh, Les Talbot's here, and he was the president of the college when I was the president of the Students Association. Uh, Jim Hahn was on our board at Economic Development Lethbridge when I first started there. Um, Van Christie, we always like to uh, run into each other. Barbara Warren and I have known each other since I worked on a fundraising campaign at the college. Uh, it's just a treat to come out and see everyone. I also have a group of friends over here that I was surprised and happy to see, Moira and Darlene and Bridget Mearns. And Bridget has coined a term I've used a couple of times. I always give her credit for it. But she did a presentation recently, and she said, Lethbridge is not participating in the recession. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> And so uh, today I'm actually going to show you a few indicators of why I think that's uh, partly true. And so it's, uh, it's a treat to be here and talk about some of these things from an economic uh, development Lethbridge perspective. Um, so I was asked to talk a bit about the economy uh, in terms of infrastructure and... Uh, and I'm going to touch on our 2009 to 2011 business plan for economic development as well. And it's called Strength on Strength. And uh, we're, we're already well into it, but I'll touch on some of the initiatives that are going on there. Uh, before I do that, I'd like to also introduce three of the staff from our office that came today. Uh, Jennifer Aldred is in marketing communications. Uh, Chris Hodgson is uh, business development. And Ashton Cull is a student. Well, not really. He's on a contract with us. He's here for a year from uh, Manchester, England. So uh, we're trying out that foreign worker thing at the office, see how it goes. But uh, thanks for coming. I appreciate it. Our uh, 2009 to 2011 business plan has a mission in it, and this mission actually hasn't changed since the formation of our organization in 2003. Basically, our job as an organization is to strengthen and develop the Lethbridge economy through proactive strategies that promote Lethbridge as an excellent place to live, learn, visit, invest, and do business. And that's kind of the guiding direction that underpins how we make decisions about what we're doing and, and how we're going about it. The definition of economic development that we use uh, in our office was modified a bit by our board, but it's from the, originally from the Economic Developers Association of Alberta. And what, what our job is, is really focused on creating an environment where balanced growth can occur, increasing the prosperity of the community. And the reason why I like this definition is be for two reasons. One, it talks about balanced growth. So Lethbridge is not a community that is grow at all costs. We want to be the next Calgary or Los Angeles. Can you imagine? It doesn't, uh, that, those kinds of things don't jive with our 
our community. And good economic development is based on what makes sense for the citizens who live in a community. And over and over again, I hear that people here want good quality of life. They want good jobs for their uh, children who are going through college and university. And they want to know that the city is going to be sustainable in the long term. And balanced growth is about that for me. The other part of that is the board changed the word in the original definition. It says increasing the wealth of the community. And our board changed it to prosperity, again reflecting that a well-rounded life and a well-rounded career and well-rounded environments create a sense of prosperity, not just a sense of money. And uh, so that's kind of uh, a background to how we approach the, the work of economic development. I'm going to spend the first part now talking about infrastructure investment, and this is a little teaser of all of the information that we're going to be sharing on May 27th at the only event that we sponsor here in Lethbridge. It's called the Economic Trends and Forecast Luncheon. It's on May 27th at the Lethbridge Lodge, and at that luncheon I'll be talking about many other indicators. But for today's presentation, I'm going to focus on what's happening with infrastructure. So quality infrastructure is part of an environment that supports investment and quality of life. If you want to be able to enjoy, uh, Jim Hahn and I were just talking about the Norbridge uh, Senior Center and how that enhances the quality of life for seniors who want to get together and build a sense of community. You need good infrastructure for those kinds of things. You need safe roads. Uh, we need to know that our pathways are well done so that when people go out, they aren't at risk of injuring themselves. All of that is part of a quality of life. And investment also stimulates job creation and stability in your employment environment. And I'm going to talk a bit about that today, too. In our case, because seven of our top ten employers are public sector, government investment in infrastructure is important because keeping those facilities renewed and current is important for us to be successful as a community. At the same time, we need to grow and develop a strong private sector that complements this public sector uh, aspect of our community because that gives us a diversified future, which is part of balanced growth. And lastly, our current construction activity is part of the foundation of the relative stability we're experiencing in Lethbridge and southern Alberta compared to the rest of the province, and I'll show you a bit about that. In order to do a reasonable um, understanding year over year and in comparing with other communities, we take our building permit values and we look at them on a per capita basis. So the total value of building permits in Lethbridge divided by the number of people that live here gives us a relative equitable measurement to be able to determine how are we doing in terms of infrastructure investment in our community. This is a cumulative total, and there are four areas that this is composed of. Residential, investment, institutional, industrial, and commercial. So rolled up together, you can see the pattern over the past five years has been, uh, we had a big jump actually between 2004 and 2005, about a 30% increase. That's phenomenal in that one year. Of course, 2005 was really the start of the boom, and it was also when companies like Sun Life and Sunrise Poultry came to town. So we had that big jump in 2005. Since then, it's been a fairly stable and steady growth uh, the last few years of about 3% per year. That's viewed as a really stable, uh, sustainable growth uh, volume. When you look at how that's composed, so as I mentioned, there's four areas that we look at there. Um, in each year, you can see what the proportion 
of investment was by each one of those categories. In the last couple of years, you can see the increased influence of institutional investment. So this is where the new buildings at the university have been important, the Markin building, um, the new water building. Those are major projects. We also have this year the cancer center at the hospital that would fall into that category. Those are examples of government investment in our institutions that help us with our quality of life. You can also see, though, that residential uh, investment has dropped off, and I'm sure none of you are surprised to hear that given that the housing markets are slowing. Uh, we're seeing less building of that. But as I mentioned in my earlier remarks, um, institutional, commercial, and industrial create jobs. Residential uh, infrastructure investment creates the construction jobs when the homes are being built, but it doesn't generate ongoing jobs that have that multiplier effect like you get out of commercial uh, institutional and industrial investment. So we have a pretty balanced picture of 2008, and you can see how the trends have happened. Each year it changes just depending on where the, the bigger investments are coming in. Here's the interesting one, though, for me. So everyone knows in 2007, uh, last year in early 2008, is when the uh, turmoil over the global uh, economic situation happened in Alberta, primarily because of oil and gas commodity prices, has really taken a hit. Lethbridge is the only community of these communities that saw an increase in building permit values between 2007 and 2008. All of the other communities have had, and if you look at Red Deer and Medicine Hat, which would be fairly comparable to us in terms of size, have had pretty significant declines in their uh, investment pictures. And, of course, that's largely because of some of the gas and, and oil factors there. Calgary, another big hit, and Edmonton is about flat. So I think that um, I just want to make sure I'm not missing any of the points I wanted to make on this. <clears throat> No, I think that's what I wanted to cover there, but it gives you a sense of the stability that I was talking about when we started and one of the reasons why Lethbridge hasn't had uh, a big impact in the short term here. Here's a sample of some of the projects that are underway. I mentioned a few already. There's about $10 million on the books for city hotels in terms of renovations and upgrades. Uh, the Lethbridge Lodge is doing some upgrades. The Sandman has done some. Uh, the El Rancho is now a coast hotel property, and they're refurbishing the convention center and, and their rooms. Uh, those are great projects for us. I don't know how many of you might have heard that um, we've uh, seen a real significant increase in the number of inquiries for conventions, conferences, and meetings in Lethbridge in the first quarter of this year. Uh, we had 20 inquiries in the last three months. That's the most in a three-month period since we started tracking in 2006. This is one of those uh, spin-off benefits of an economic downturn is meeting planners and companies don't want to look extravagant, so they're choosing regional destinations like Lethbridge rather than going to Kananaskis and Banff. And I think we're going to see some spin-off over the next year or two of those kinds of decisions, people choosing to come to markets like Lethbridge because they can get a better return on their investment. Um, $65 million for the new building that everyone can see uh, across the river when uh, under construction. Uh, $34 million for the new cancer radiation therapy center. There's also about $55 million for other hospital renovations over the next three to four years uh, that are on the books, so there'll be lots of activity going on with the hospital. 
Uh, the West Lethbridge Project, the two new schools, the library, the commercial development over there, when you put all that together, that's actually the largest infrastructure project ever undertaken in Lethbridge at one time. Uh, it's more than what the hospital was when the Lethbridge Regional Hospital was built, which was the largest infrastructure project in Lethbridge ever at that time. So again, you can see that there's a lot of activity uh, going on here. <clears throat> I'm going to just demonstrate a bit about employment, unemployment here. One of the things that the media does and uh, it happens because they're very busy and, and they're focused on the news that's coming out, is they'll take a number like a uh, federal number that comes out and says, unemployment rates are at 6.8%, and they'll turn it into, you know, unemployment rates are increasing dramatically, and da 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 So I'm going to encourage you, and I do this everywhere I go, to ask two questions every time you hear a number like that with no other context. One is, how does that compare to the same period for the previous years? And two is, how does that compare with those with whom we compete or, or with whom we compare? Because all of those kinds of statistics are relative. And over the last few months, these are January, February, and March numbers for Lethbridge. You've been hearing things like unemployment is at 4.9%. Well, actually, when you look at the last three years, that's flat for the same period. And of course, the big boom was happening in Alberta when we had our tight labor market in 2006 and 2007. January, February, and March are typically around 5% for Lethbridge because that's when the seasonal layoffs happen in a number of businesses anyway. And 5% is actually considered a balanced labor market. Our region had the lowest unemployment rate in all of Alberta during some of the boom at as low as 2.6%. When you're at 3% unemployment, it is considered a very deep shortage. So there's a big move from 3% to 5% is considered balanced. 6% is considered surplus. So until you're up over 6%, the employers are not particularly uh, concerned about access to labor. When you're down below 4%, it starts to get to be a tight labor market. So right now, uh, Lethbridge is in a pretty good position. Here's what's going on in March in each of those years. The lighter blue line is Alberta in March of those three years, and the dark blue line is Canada in March of those three years. So you can see between 2008 and 2009, there was a pretty steep jump provincially and nationally, but it is not in, El in Lethbridge. So this is one of the indicators that is showing me that Lethbridge has a relatively stable employment uh, pattern right now, and that's part of the message that I have been talking about when we're looking at these numbers. Uh, in terms of 2009, the first three months of this year, the building permit activity in Lethbridge, um, they, we issued less than half of the permits that were issued in the same period last year worth twice the value. So the major projects in this um, area that we're seeing right now are, I wrote it down, in commercial and institutional. So there are still uh, commercial activities under development and there are still institutional activities under development. And I think that this current level of activity is going to carry us through the next couple of years in that area. Um, also, the Conference Board of Canada is predicting we're about halfway through this global 
situation, and so they're looking to mid-2010 to come out the other side of this, which means that if all the construction projects and things keep happening here, we may be coming out of that construction and into other opportunities around the time that all of this is turning in in the more global situation. I'll mention a couple of things. Unemployment rates uh, are actually a lagging indicator. They're not a leading indicator. So you usually see, even when an economy starts to uh, do an upturn, you don't see unemployment rates start to go down until a few months after the turnaround has started because it just catches up afterwards. Right now, the Conference Board of Canada is projecting that Alberta's unemployment rate for uh, 2009 is going to be 5.9%. Uh, That's what we were at in the month of March for Alberta. We haven't seen that level of unemployment rate in Alberta since 1992. So it's a pretty, uh, pretty big change. The projection for Canada for next year, which is uh, supposed to be the worst year nationally, is 6.9%. Well, we're at about 6.4% now. So that gives you a sense of the scope of what we're dealing with. It's not... um, not huge, but we could reach as high. You may hear numbers as high as 10% unemployment rate nationally. And uh, th- those will take their toll over a little bit of time as we go along. Everything we're doing is so tied to what's happening in the U.S. that even though we have a strong banking system in Canada, uh, we are impacted by what's happening in the U.S. and around the world. I'm just going to shift gears here for just a couple of minutes. Um, Economic Development Lethbridge has a new three-year plan, and our board of directors, which is made up of 25 people representing just about every sector uh, in southern Alberta, uh, they helped develop that plan. And we have four core business areas. Business development, which really encompasses investment attraction and retention and expansion. Convention and event development, respect and reputation, and organizational stability and sustainability. I just want to show you what we're focused on in each one of these areas. So in terms of business development, this is our goal at the top in white. So we want to leverage the infrastructure and transportation and labor force and natural resources that we have here to support the businesses that are already here, as well as attract investment that might be associated with that. Cluster development is kind of an economic development term, but what it means is we're looking at building on the strength of what we already have rather than bringing in something entirely new. So I'll give you an example. Agri-food is a cluster for this part of the world. And Richardson Oil Seeds, formerly known as Canberra Foods, which I wonder how many years it'll be before all of us stop calling it Canberra, but Richardson Oil Seeds uh, has been here a long time, and they were shipping plastic containers for their oil up from the United States. The company that was doing that realized that the volume was large enough and it was costing them so much for shipping that it might be worth putting a plastic bottle manufacturer here in Lethbridge, which they've done. You might have heard of Ring Container Technologies. They came about a year and a half ago. So they're now manufacturing the plastic uh, jugs. The company, that company, uses a lot of cardboard in order to pack the plastic jugs. So we were talking to them, and they said they had heard of a cardboard manufacturer in Calgary that's run out of space in Calgary and is looking to possibly relocate to another community. So we're going to work with them to go and talk to that company and see if that might be a company that would come here. So what we're doing is focusing on what do we already have and how do we build strength and depth uh, to continue to to develop that. Um, Airport development, how many of you here use the airport? And how many of you have been stuck with odd flights and 
strange things and uh, you know those little tiny airplanes I call them mosquitoes because I feel like I'm in the belly of a mosquito when I get in one of those um, so we're working with the county and the city quite closely on ways that we can enhance our airport and that includes not just enhancing the air service to make it easier and more convenient for everyone but also looking at how the um, the land around the airport can be used most effectively and uh, enhanced for businesses that might want to be near an air uh, field. So that's an area we're working on. And then continuing to support the employers in retaining quality workers and uh, having a welcoming community here in Lethbridge. For convention and event development, uh, Lethbridge is a desirable destination for business travelers. The reason why our organization focuses on business travelers is because Chinook Country Tourist Association focuses on leisure travelers, and the Lethbridge Lodging Association is focusing on leisure travelers to Lethbridge. So our niche is focused on business travelers. Why? Because they spend the most per day in the community that they come to. There is a number of uh, formulas out there that show how much, on average, someone coming to your community spends. The average tourist spends about $200 a day in the community, including accommodations and travel within the community. A business traveler will spend up to $400 a day. So we are working on attracting that group. The conventions and meetings and events that came here last year that we worked with, which is only a small portion of the market, the direct spend value of just those conferences was $7.5 million last year in this community. And one of the things why that's a good balanced growth strategy is because those people come, support the businesses that are here by putting their money here, and then they leave. So it's not a growth impact on your community. It's a revenue generator that helps money flow through your community. External awareness uh, building, the board uh, about five years ago said, we want to help build the reputation and respect of Lethbridge provincially and nationally. Uh, there was the view at the time that Lethbridge would get missed in some of the funding that would come out of the province and things like that. So we've undertaken to raise awareness of all of the strengths of our community. There was a group called Team Lethbridge went to Edmonton at the end of October last year. Uh, we've been just raising awareness and building relationships with some of the decision makers so that Lethbridge is known as a, a good place to do business and a good place to uh, participate. These last ones are just for your information. We're not leading these, so I don't want to give you the wrong impression. These are being led by other organizations, a um, couple of them primarily the city. But I think it's really important that you participate if you get a chance. You've probably heard about the Municipal Development Plan, or there's uh, some workshops on right now called Plan Your City. That plan is going to define how Lethbridge develops over the next 15 to 20 years. So if you can go to one of those workshops or go onto the city website, they have an online tool where you can enter how you think the city should grow. All of that input will help be inform how fast Lethbridge grows, what areas we grow in, which direction we're going to grow in. And I think it's really uh, the time right now for everyone in our community to step up and, and contribute to that because it is going to uh, determine how things look in the future. We're also involved with the Heart of the City Committee. Uh, that's the downtown development. I don't know if you've been down there lately, but there's some uh, lots of good things happening. The Paramount uh, Theater is uh, getting a facelift right now. It's really interesting to go and see. I mean, it's not the Paramount Theater anymore. Uh, ATB Financial is moving in there, and the developer is looking at some other things. 
Um, there's a great plan for Lethbridge Centre. You know the side of Lethbridge Centre Mall that faces the courthouse? If you come down that street where you go down underground, they've got a plan to uh, convert that into a very nice uh, windowed uh, access to the mall and uh, make it a much more appealing building to enter. And so they're working on doing that. I think there is some exciting things that are going to happen in downtown over the next uh, few years. And this summer is the 100th anniversary of the completion of the High Level Bridge. And the Allied Arts Council is putting a lot of effort into plans for some celebrations down in the valley under the bridge. And I would encourage you to participate in those and be part of that historical uh, celebration. So lastly, how can you help? Um, provide us with insight, input, and ideas on how to continue to build on the strength and diversity and stability of our city. Keep us informed of barriers and opportunities. Uh, we have great information on our website. If any of you have relatives that are thinking they want to move to Lethbridge, they can go on there. There's an easy move package. There's tons of information on demographics, uh, lots of good data and sources. And on May 27th, as I mentioned, we're having our annual luncheon where I'll be talking a lot more about some of these indicators and what's been happening uh, compared to other communities. So we appreciate your spirit of community service and the effort that you put into uh, keeping this forum alive. And I know that it's valuable for our community. So thank you for having me today. I appreciate it very much.